Good morning. Good morning. May I speak in the name of the one who is love, beloved, and love overflowing. Today's scripture passages offer some guidance on how to be in community. As the new school year begins, and many of us are going back to school or back to work, or just living in a city whose rhythms are marked by the new beginnings of each September, I'm appreciating this invitation to reflect on some of the essential principles of being in community. Despite what we often hear from Paul, his message today is not a list of things to do, but a way to be. Not a list of things to do, but a way to be. Paul says that we may know all of these commandments, so many things to do, not do, keep in mind, but that they are summarized in the phrase, love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Paul says here that the entirety of what it means to be a Christian community rests on love. And the nature of this love is something that so often calls us to exceed our habitual ways of being and doing. Paul's image of Christian love exceeds the normal limitations of what we might do if it's only based on our own preferences, our own convenience. Paul's image of love is going out of our way to love and serve one another. Many of us may have been raised in an individualistic culture, trained from an early age to focus on what we want, what's best for us, our personal goals and preferences. Yet, Paul tells us unequivocally, to love is to serve. To love is to go out of our way to serve. To love is to go beyond our own capacities to serve. So often, the call to love leads us to do the thing we least want to do and most need to. When we stretch ourselves, we so often find that our capacity, the capacity of our hearts, is greater than we imagined. We find God's grace there to catch us in the gap between the ability we thought we had and what we are now able to do. That's where we find empowerment. This is what's called being part of the body of Christ, being part of a body that exceeds our own human abilities and tastes and preferences. And I wonder what it might be like to try on the idea of being a body, of being one body, the body of Christ, in our families, workplaces, or church. Stretching ourselves can feel risky. So many of us might have internalized perfectionism or internalized shyness. 
or a fear of really sharing and showing ourselves. Yet, that's what the world most needs. Our communities and our world so greatly need the gifts that each one of us has been given and has cultivated. As St. Athanasius wrote, the glory of God is the human person fully alive. It may feel risky to be fully alive, to claim and pursue those gifts and talents we are uniquely given, to take the risk to express them in front of others. But that's where our service and our empowerment lie. In today's Gospel passage, Jesus talks about reconciliation within community. Initially, he shares something that sounds quite natural. If there's a conflict, at first you address it in private with respect and compassion. And then, if needed, seek to resolve the issue within a council. These are things we do today. But then, if the offending party continues to offend, Jesus says, let them be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. What on earth does this mean? What does it mean to be like a Gentile and a tax collector? At first blush, this might sound like putting the offending party out of the community, out of the body, but actually it means the opposite. Let's remember that Jesus' early followers were mostly Jewish and understood their experience of Jesus in a Jewish lens. Those Gentiles, those non-Jews, who had also begun following the way, had a very different upbringing, culture, even language, and often struggled to belong. The ethos that Jesus is teaching throughout this chapter is that those who struggle to belong deserve the most help to stay in community, to flourish and thrive in community. The passage we read today comes toward the end of an entire chapter in the Gospel of Matthew, expressing Jesus' love for those most in need of help. Jesus speaks about protecting the little ones in this chapter, about preventing anyone from stumbling. He expresses his concern and care for those struggling in life or in faith. Jesus calls his followers to take great care to not cause harm or offense to anyone and to sincerely rectify any offense that has been made. Today's passage comes immediately after the parable of the shepherd and the lost sheep. That shepherd who's so ingrained in our cultural imagination, that shepherd who we imagine stayed up all night wandering through rainstorm, wandering over the mountain to look for that one sheep. Throughout this whole chapter, Jesus expresses special concern for those who struggle to stay in their faith community those who don't feel they belong or have a way to contribute. As Paul said in his letter to the Corinthians, 
Let no member of the body say, I have no need of you. This is the ethos God expresses towards those who seek to be with them. There is space for everyone in this movement. Next Sunday, there's a major climate march here in New York held in anticipation of a United Nations session on climate change. As I've sat with these texts this week, I wondered how they might speak to our environmental situation. I hear Jesus call to reconciliation and community also as a call to reconciliation with our sister Mother Earth. Whether or not you're here today identifying as a Christian or whether this concept of being part of the body of Christ, being part of one body, has resonance with you, we are of one body with Mother Earth, who sustains our life. Our Mother Earth, who feeds and clothes us every day. We are part of the Earth family. And what wayward children we've become. Maybe we're like those Gentiles and tax collectors who struggle to stay in right relationship. But reconciling with our earth, renewing that relationship, that's exactly what we're called to do. Because despite a few missions to the moon or Mars, most of us aren't going anywhere. And wouldn't we rather be here on this planet, the only home we've ever had. This year, the march, the climate march, is called the March Against Fossil Fuels. That's a provocative name, and it, it should be. The climate situation is dire. The truth of our climate situation is provocative. To paraphrase Paul, we know what time it is, the time for us to wake from sleep. Our society's reliance on fossil fuels threatens everything we hold dear. I don't need to cite statistics. We all felt it. This summer was the hottest summer on record. It may be the coolest summer of the rest of our lives. Hundreds of people die preventable deaths due to heat alone. Each year, thousands of people in the Middle East and Africa are being displaced from their homes due to climate change, becoming migrants seeking refuge in Europe. When those countries close their borders, migrants are sent back to sea at risk of drowning in the Mediterranean. Facing climate change can be overwhelming, terrifying, upsetting, but it needn't be paralyzing. Human ingenuity is boundless. Our climate situation could paralyze us, or it could call out our greatest adaptability, our greatest gifts. There are countless ways to make a difference, from volunteering to one of, with one of our city's many environmental restoration projects, to lobbying for environmental legislation, to joining your workplace's sustainability community. And yes, praying with our feet at the march if you feel called and able. There's no way too small to contribute. To our Mother Earth, we may be behaving like Gentiles and tax collectors, 
we may be those little ones who are stumbling and straying from right relationship with our planet and with one another. But every day the earth and our scriptures call us back into right relationship. Every day we have a new chance to be loving and courageous members of our spiritual family and our earth family. Our gifts are so needed. Our courage and our hearts are so needed. And there's nowhere else to go. This is our tiny blue dot in the cosmos, our island home, the only home we've ever known. Amen.